great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I want to get to the telephone calls a lot earlier tonight than last night so that I can squeeze in a few more calls and and have a a little bit more time uh, with each of you. The number is always 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So President Biden is running for re-election. The only way, the only conceivable way that I believe this strategy is that some Democrats have their fingers crossed and believe Biden may beat Trump and then Biden into his second term will be forced to step down, literally turning the presidency over to Kamala Harris. When no one elected her president, So why do I say this, that it's just not conceivable for President Biden to serve serve this second term? Well, he can't remember that his recent out-of-the-country visit. And, of course, the answer to that is Ireland. And so with the children of administrative staffers and members of the media present, Uh, One of the kids asked the president about his last out-of-the-country trip, and here was his response. The last country I've traveled, I'm drinking once with the last one I was in. I've I've been to 89, met with 89 heads of state so far. So uh, I'm trying to think, what was the last, where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was, I, I mean, yeah, you're right, Ireland. That's where it was. That's sad, folks. And, and to me, it, we're, we're, we're engaging mighty close to elder abuse here. Uh, you know, when a kid has to remind the president of the United States where his last country was that he visited, and it was just recently. But by the way, you look at the rise of Kamala Harris, and let's just say she was, quote-unquote, good friends with California powerhouse Willie Brown. She then became a district attorney, state attorney general. And then President Obama makes the comment where she's at an event, and he says essentially that she is a good-looking woman, a good-looking woman. And woof, her career takes off like lightning. She's elected to the Senate And in the right place at the right time, Biden needed to energize African-Americans and found Kamala Harris. And now she may may be the next president not having ever been elected president of the United States. So let's get to the topics uh, at hand this morning. The woman accusing former President Donald Trump of rape in the civil trial, E. Jean Carroll, snapped at Mr. Trump's lawyer Thursday during cross-examination about what, what I brought up to you folks two days ago of why this story does not add up. It doesn't add up. And what I said to you two days ago, and you folks basically uh, uh, confirmed my belief, is that you know, if if you're being raped in a, uh, a dressing room of a department store, the first thing you do is yell. The first thing you do is scream, to which she acknowledges that she did neither. And so in her second day on the witness stand in this civil rape trial, 
against Mr. Trump in Manhattan Federal Court, where, by the way, Mr. Trump has chosen not to uh, attend, an agitated uh, Carol explained, quote, I'm telling you he raped me whether I screamed or not. So this unfolded as any any the any defense lawyer worth their salt would have a field day with her on under cross examination, and that's what Trump lawyer Joe Tacapina is uh, trying to do as he attempts to poke holes in her account of the alleged attack in the fitting room, asking, "You never screamed for help." Another story we're following this morning, New York State, and this is some good news. This is some good news on the issue of bail reform, but we will see how far it goes. New York Governor Kathy Hochul announces a tentative, emphasis on tentative, state budget deal weeks after the deadline. Again, some good news on bail reform. The three sides, State Senate, Assembly, and the Governor, eventually reached a compromise here on bail reform, granting judges greater leeway to set bail in violent felony cases by removing a requirement that they impose the, quote, least restrictive means. So that's gone. It's no longer mandated that judges impose the least restrictive means, but it will keep in place a section of the law defining bail as a tool to ensure a defendant returns to court. I'll take what we have here. It's a step in the right direction. They, the, the, the judges don't have to deal with anymore the requirement that they impose the least restrictive means. That is a victory. The other victory is there will be 14 new charter schools in New York. You may say, come on, Dominic, only 14. But with politics the way politics are today, uh, something is better than nothing. Emphasis, something is better than nothing. I'll take the 14 additional new charter schools. We all know that charter schools are a step in the right direction. So for so many. For so many young people. So the governor and legislative leaders reached a conceptual agreement on the roughly $229 billion state budget nearly a month, nearly a month after the official deadline. And it includes, again, changes to New York's bail laws, new charter schools in the city, increased crackdowns on illegal cannabis shops, and a bump for the state's minimum wage. The governor said Thursday the budget also has $1 billion to assist the city of New York with the migrant crisis. And I'm going to repeat this here. The three sides have reached a compromise on bail reform, and so judges will have greater leeway to set bail on felony felony uh, cases, violent felony cases with these animals by removing a requirement that they impose the least restrictive means. And by the way, folks, uh, if you get a chance, go to the WABCradio.com website. My, my latest podcast is up for this week. Just scroll down to where you see Dominic Carter City Hall. You'll see a photo of myself. There's two. One podcast is the rebroadcast of the daily program. The other one is titled Dominic Carter City Hall. And this week, the important topic of child advocacy centers, which do wonderful work around the country. That's what I focus on. If you get a chance, go check it out, folks. Dominic Carter, City Hall, WABCradio.com. So let's come back to E. Jean Carroll. And in a moment, we're going to uh, start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. As a matter of fact, before I recap uh, the testimony 
at the civil trial as it relates to uh, former President Trump. Let's listen. Let's take a few of your phone calls, see what you folks have to say. Let's begin this morning with Will. Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, Dominic, the only thing that terrifies me more than another Biden presidency or another term is a Kamala Harris presidency. I mean, first off, we're not just talking about... I mean, we're talking about not just corrupt, somebody that put lying jailhouse informants on the stand when she was in California. Not just corrupt, which is funny because she's supposed to be a Democrat, which is for, like, letting all the criminals go and, uh, you know, uh, racial equity and social justice and all that nonsense. Meanwhile, she prosecuted more people for meaningless drug crimes and marijuana, all kinds of nonsense, and actually used lying jailhouse snitches. And then on top of that, to be probably one of the dumbest attorneys I have ever heard ever speak ever in my entire life i mean i remember when she was explaining on a radio show when they asked her about oh uh you know what's going on in the ukraine and why does it matter to us and she was like oh well the ukraine is a country next to russia and russia is a bigger country and they invaded the ukraine and that's bad i mean like were you talking to four-year-olds and then (laughs) then she's standing next to the prime minister of poland i mean listen your left-wing nutjob callers that i fight with all the time could call me right now and even they're not going to be able to say that a kamala harris presidency wouldn't be a complete disaster i'm going to say something that conservatives and maybe even yourself might get a little mad at me i wish hillary clinton would come back primary him we could have clinton trump 2.0 and to be honest with you i said this during the last election i kept making a point to everybody that i spoke with and on the shows i wish hillary would come back because the clown show that was the 14 democrats in the primaries if this imbecile won i thought i would much rather deal with the hillary clinton presidency than having this idiot be president and in retrospect i would have to assume that i be 100% right because this guy doesn't even know how to exit stage right, shakes phantom hands, and now he doesn't know where he was, what last foreign country he was in. Well, 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 well let, 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 let me say this in, in fairness to Mr. Biden. I, I, I do have to be fair. Um, two things I want to point out. So I, I have given speeches before where I don't remember what city I'm in. So that that's happened no, to me. Okay. That's happened to me as well. Time? No, it doesn't happen all the time. And once, and, and once, what, what, one of the most embarrassing things that I ever did about 10 years ago. So I was tired. I had, had did television the night before. I just got up. And, and, you know, the public doesn't care whether you just got up or not. They don't care what phone call you received five minutes ago. All they care about is that you've got to be on when you're in front of them. And so I was uh, giving a speech to the fire department of New York City, and I started the speech. I was so tired, and I said, let's go, NYPD. And everybody said, <gasps> and I said, what's wrong? And then I, they said, we're the fire department. I'm like, I'm so sorry. So it happened. So imagine the president's schedule times 100. But, Will, it is a bit embarrassing that a kid asks you the last country you were in and, and, and you don't know the answer. I'm with you 100%, but this man has a history and a track record of doing this for like a couple of decades at this point. I mean, even when he was much sharper, he was probably, listen, you're not last in your law class or second to last because you're brilliant and then go out there and tell everybody that you were first. When the guy that was last died, he became last in his law class, okay? This is what you get from last in your law class. This is this is the president. Dominic, during the primaries, he was saying black people don't know how to parent and they need to turn the record player on at night. And I mean, he looked like he was punch drunk every time he spoke. So, I mean, listen, I'm sure everybody makes mistakes, but this guy looks like he should be in a nursing home beating up nurses and saying (laughs) that they brought him the wrong flavor jello. You know what I mean? Take it easy, Dominic. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Thank you for the comment. And, And let's just give a shout out to all the nurses that listen to the program that do an outstanding job keeping all of us healthy and safe and 
and they they have a very tough job, you know, and oftentimes they're not appreciated. But I just want you to know that that you are appreciated as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mentioned uh, events before I go back to the telephone calls. And again, we're taking your calls on a number of topics. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I mentioned the events and uh, in about well, about uh, 20 hours from now, give or take, I am so looking forward to uh, being on Staten Island. I hope I get a chance to see you at the stadium uh, today, April 28th, starts opening weekend for your Staten Island Ferry Hawks. And 77 WABC has your tickets. Join 77 WABC host. I will be one of them that's there. And the Staten Island Ferry Hawks for opening night tonight, April 28th at 7 p.m. It's very exciting, folks. Trust me on that. There's been a number of updates to the stadium. You can catch the excitement of Ferry Hawks baseball. Go to WABCradio.com slash Ferry Hawks for your free pair of tickets. I really hope to, every time I'm at the stadium, a number of you come over and say hello and we get a chance to chat. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that. That's tonight at 7 p.m. I hope you'll join me and the other personalities of WABC and our owner-operators, John and Margot Casamitidis, at the uh, baseball game. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Uh, yes. Hi, Dominic. Uh, thank you for taking my call. You know, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I found it really sad situation. I mean, the uh, the caller just prior to me touched on it. But I thought it was a really sad situation that the president, who spent more than a couple of days in Ireland, uh, couldn't remember the last country he was in. Uh, he went to Ireland to celebrate the, I believe, over 20-year anniversary of the end of the Troubles in the north of Ireland between the Catholics and the Orangemen, the Loyalist Protestants. And I was just really thought it was a sad situation that he could forget this so soon. And again, he spent more than a couple of days over there because that was an important milestone. It brought an end to the Troubles, which was a real terrible time in the north of Ireland. Hmm. Well, I agree. I agree with you, Al. I mean, I, I'm trying to put myself in in the mindset of uh, of Mr. Biden. Maybe, maybe he didn't consider that another country, considering his ties to Ireland. I, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, but, 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 who are we kidding? I mean, <laughs> when, when I, I want, I want us to listen to this one more time. Of when the president, Al, I want you to listen to this. When the president is asked this by a child and a child answers the question. The last country I've traveled, I'm drinking once with the last one I was in. I, I've, I've been to 89, met with 89 heads of state so far. So uh, I'm trying to think, what was the last, where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was, I, I mean, yeah, you're right, Ireland. That's where it was. Wow. A child has to answer, Al. Yes. And what what does that tell you? That he's really not up to the job for a second term, that this happens all too often. It's an everyday occurrence, and he never takes the press conferences, and it's a sad situation. Al, I, I thank you uh, for the call. Uh, uh, again, folks, I, I'm telling you what the setup is here, right? The um, If we were out on the streets, what the flim-flam is here. what What's going on, it's clear as day, is that Democrats think that Biden can again emerge victorious, especially if the Republican nominee is Donald Trump, I don't think he'll beat Trump, but they believe that that he he will. And thus, uh, I don't even know if Vice President Kamala Harris would vote for herself as president. And so the way that you keep the presidency is to have Biden get reelected. He then steps down at some point, 
declaring that that he's in retirement, and woof, the vice president of the United States finishes out his term. And then Kamala Harris becomes the incumbent, and she runs for re-election. God help us all. I, I want to root for the lady. I, 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 want, I want her to do the best that she can. But it just seems like when it comes to substance uh, that something's just terribly, terribly wrong, and the substance is, is just not there. And, you know, those of us in public, we all have ways that, that we react. We all have ways, you know, the, how we deal with the pressure. But for her, and, and granted, her pressure is 100 times what anybody else's is because she's the vice president of the United States. But to do that little stupid laugh every time, it's just a disservice to herself. It's a disservice to the American people. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Well, I wish the public would wake up, assuming that this is a rematch between Trump and Biden. They need to think carefully about the records of both and if they're trying to be objective, to ignore Trump's outlandish behavior and comments at times and, and vote for him in lieu, lieu of Biden. And I'm noting this as both a Republican and as a Republican who has a lot of issues with what Trump did in some aspects of running the country. But overall, if, you, if you're trying to be objective – uh, it's, as we're saying, I think the last time I called, it's day and night. Trump is day and, and Biden is night, and people have to recognize that. Right. So, so John, help me out here. Why is it uh, that some Democrats, no matter what you say, they won't look at this in a realistic way? They just think that Trump is the devil and that Biden is the, the greatest thing walking. I think they are divorced from reality, because how can you say that Biden is the greatest thing when his whole family is involved in corruption, and not just corruption with some countries, but with our worst enemies, starting with the People's Republic of China and Putin's Russia? Agreed. They, they have to be objective about this. And Agreed. I'm not – and I've sarcastically noted that uh, – in my estimation, we have a traitor occupying the Oval Office right now. But, of course, that, that's just a sarcastic observation. Hmm. I, I don't know if I would go that far. I don't know if I'd go that far, John. But some of the, uh, some of the behavior is quite questionable. Thank you for the call. Before I continue detailing our other topics, let me take one more call. And we're taking your calls this morning, folks. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Andrew in New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. I think also with not remember Ireland, and you said, well, sometimes you forget. But he also, I think, lied in that same little soundbite because he said he went to 89 he visited 89 leaders and i don't think he visited anywhere close to 89 maybe via zoom but he hasn't visited 89 countries since he's been president no no he did he i think i believe he was i don't want to be in a position of explaining the president i believe he was talking about his entire career but go ahead and also he's in such bad shape and i'm not being funny when i say this they actually tell him how to walk because he was being criticized for shuffling. And, and that is linked, some doctors say, to his mental ailments like Parkinson's or whatever. So now when he walks off the tarmac, he actually high steps. So he, I'm sure they changed the way they told him to high step. So he, like, does these up choppy walks. So he's even told how to walk. And the last caller was right. I think your question is with the Democrats. They don't look at policy. They don't care about gasoline price. You know, they'll take the hit on the economy. They don't care. It doesn't affect them that much, especially the liberal elite ones. You know, they could pay. The inflation doesn't affect them as much. So they don't care as much about policy. And they just care about, you know, persona and their and their 
you know, having the the attitude and being in the correct circles in, uh, you know, the liberal circles. I'll let you go, but it was Joe Loda, the who worked with Giuliani as the deputy mayor, and he was at this liberal book thing, you know, that I covered, and he was going along with the bashing of Giuliani. So that just shows, like, you have to go along with the, oh, Trump, he's a buffoon. You know, you have to have your nose in the air. Mm, okay, I'm not really following that part, but but I but I hear you, Andrew, and I thank you uh, for the call. Uh, before I take a break, folks, and we are taking your telephone calls this morning here at WABC, the civil rape trial against former President Donald Trump, E. Jean Carroll snapped at Mr. Trump's uh, lawyer Thursday during questioning about why she didn't scream, why she didn't scream. I, I don't know why she's losing her cool because uh, I, I think a fifth grader would ask the same question. I mean, if they understood what rape was, I think a fifth grader would ask, ask exactly the same question. And so why she didn't scream when she was allegedly uh, raped. It was her second day on the witness stand and um, she clearly was agitated, and she said, I'm telling you, he raped me whether I screamed or not. And then uh, Takapina uh, was quoted at one point stating that you never screamed for help, and she said, you can beat me up for not screaming, she told Takapina. And then she went on to say one of the reasons women don't come forward is because they are always asked why they didn't scream. Now, I... I, I want to be sensitive uh, in cases of rape, but I, I've heard that women aren't believed. I've never heard the account of why didn't you scream. And at one point during uh, the bitter exchange, Carol said if she was lying about the alleged rape, she would have come up with a better story that included her screaming for help. Ma'am, that doesn't prove that you're that you're telling the uh, the truth. She said more people would have believed me. She then said that she didn't cry out for help during the alleged assault because she was in shock and because she was focused on trying to get Trump off her. I don't want to second guess any alleged rape victim's story. But if someone, and I've never been in a situation like that myself, that type of situation, but if someone is raping you, and clearly it's a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to happen, and you're in a dressing room in a department store, and you're going to remain quiet and you say that he pulled down your tights well how did you how did you how did you compose yourself again if you were raped wouldn't you want to see that see that this starts the second guessing and and I'm I'm not comfortable with this but it, but it, but it, but if you were raped wouldn't you want to go out the way that to as proof of what just happened to you to say that you told two girlfriends and this gets very complicated because one of the girlfriends happens to be Carol Martin, who was a uh, television anchor uh, at channel two, a woman of color, the first woman of color to anchor for uh, channel two news. And apparently, and I haven't confirmed this, but apparently she was married to John Johnson, the television anchor. This gets very, and if you notice in the photo that's been showed uh, with Trump herself, and and I kept asking myself, why is John Johnson, John Johnson, Channel 7, Eyewitness News, why is John Johnson in this photo? And then I said, well, maybe it's a celebrity photo, and, you know, but this thing is just so complicated. 
We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of your telephone calls coming up at 45 minutes past the hour on this Friday morning. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter at 1 a.m. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I think that song, I'm going back to Cali. Cali, is that is that correct, Matt Blaze? I'm going back to Cali. That is correct. That's correct. So sing with me. Huh? Going back to Cali. 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 To Cali. Yeah. Going back to Cali. Mm. I don't think so. <laughs> zika, zika, zika. <laughs> So we could be like the ebony and ivory of the uh, rap music. Is that is that it, Matt? We could do that. If you you could, can you rap? One, two, one, two. <laughs> In the place to be. In the place to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Me, you, and Alex, right? The, the, the two white guys and the brother, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> But wait, do we wear a hat to the side? I mean... Well, we're going to go old school and be like Run DMC and wear the uh, fedora hats and yeah, the, right. the Adidas. And the jumpsuit. My Adidas. There you go. <laughs> no. Thank you so much, guys. Friday morning, we're just having a little fun as we are dealing with a very, very serious topic. The civil trial, rape trial against former President Donald Trump. There is a new budget budget in terms of a con- conceptual agreement. But E. Jean Carroll snapping at uh, Trump's lawyer at the during questioning about why she didn't scream when she was allegedly raped by the former president in a department store dressing room. And so she says that uh, Mr. Trump then defamed her by denying the accusations, claiming not to know her, and saying she wasn't his type. The jury, we're going to go to some interesting telephone calls in a second. I'm going to go to Doris in Manhattan. She has something very interesting to add to the conversation. And uh, the jury is charged with deciding whether Trump should be held liable for allegedly defaming her with the statements and whether he should be liable for the uh, alleged assault. And um, she was shown a couple of vicious uh, tweets. That is, the jurors were were shown some of these vicious tweets. I I won't repeat them. And she's now uh, 79 years old, and she testified how she hasn't had a romantic relationship and hasn't had sex since the rape some 27 years ago because of the trauma from the experience. Let's go to Doris in Manhattan. Good morning, Doris. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to say when I was a young woman, I got raped by two people. I'm I'm sorry, Doris, wait, let me stop, full stop. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I know that's not going to make it any better, but I'm sorry that it happened to you. Please continue. Thank you. I was raped by two people, and I was afraid to scream because I didn't want to be in trouble. I didn't want to want them to be in trouble, and I I was just ashamed. I was just ashamed of the whole ordeal. And I just want to say that it's a possibility she did not scream, because I know I didn't. Well, without going into details, 
What was it? What did this happen in a public location? Did it happen in a bedroom? Did in a bathroom? In a in a, an apartment? In a house? No, uh, in a bathroom. In a in a in a courthouse. It was a Saturday. It was a Sat. Okay, but now wait, Doris. So wouldn't there have been court officers around and so on? No, 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 no. No, this was a Saturday. This was in another state. Okay, but but then how were you able to get into the courthouse? Because I went to the bathroom. It was a public bathroom. Ah. And so you didn't know these individuals at all. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to get into your personal stuff. Oh but... yes, I did know them. Okay, you did. I know knew them. them, but I didn't know they were in there. Mm. And why? Why did you choose again not and to I was scream? Ashamed. I was just mostly ashamed, and I kept that to myself for years and years. Mm-hmm. I want you, Doris, I want you to hold on for a second. I'm going to bring Anna in the Bronx into this conversation. And on my screen, it says that Anna says she doesn't believe her. So, Anna, Doris is standing by listening to you live. What's your take on on this Trump situation? Because, uh, good morning, um, Dominic. Good morning. Because, um, because in the dressing room, they have a dressing attending that comes in, that escorts you to the dressing room. It's a woman's dressing room. They don't let men in there. It's usually a curtain that covers you up. There's no doors usually when the woman dress, you know, changes to dress to try on the clothes. Well, well it's changed. No it's changed. Back then, back then they did have a, 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 a clerk. Uh, near the dressing room, and and often mm-hmm. you know each store is different. So so now they uh-huh. don't. In many stores, they don't have clerks, and 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 nowadays some of them are unisex. The uh, dressing room, not all, okay. but some of them. Oh, okay. And so, but but, but, but why? Door? But why do you say you don't believe her? And we have Doris on the line because I, a woman to woman, I I want you to explain to me why no, you don't I believe, believe her. Doris, I believe. No, Doris. I, right, right now I believe Doris as well. But why don't you believe the woman in the Trump case? Because, like you said, she could have screamed. Um, the, um, there's other women in there in the same area changing, you know. So they had to hear something, you know. She had to make some kind of, you know, refusal or something. She just didn't stay there and froze up. I'm right. Just... Okay, so now, Doris, you're listening to what Anna is stating. She's stating the same thing. That I said, uh, but but she's a woman and you're a woman. What is your reaction? I could not scream because I was afraid, just afraid to scream and embarrassed that somebody would hear me and I'll be, uh, I just was embarrassed, just ashamed. That's understandable. Okay, well, I'm asking both of you ladies to please educate me. Um. Uh, ashamed, ashamed, and embarrassed at what? At the rape of two people. Yeah, I'm. I'm she knew them. You know, she felt embarrassed because she knew them. Yes. This part, this probably more to the story. I don't know. You know, but something, some things don't sound right. Yeah, here, I, you know. Right with no, the with, it's the truth. With I, the, I, Trump, I the Trump, the Trump. So wait, Anna, you're saying it's something. People, Anna, and it was in another state. Right, but Anna, you're saying something doesn't sound right with this Trump situation. Right, because I believe the there's other women in there. How how does he just you know with other women in there? He's gonna attempt to rape. It's it's you know it's not that easy to just get raped like that. You know. With this other woman there, you know, usually a rapist not going to rape somebody with other people there. You know, he's going to do it discreetly, quietly, and fast. Right. Anna, thank you for that, Doris. I'm going to give you the final word before I move on. You just heard what Anna said. A rapist is going to do it quickly, fast, and move on. Your reaction? That's what. That's what they did. They did it quickly and fast and moved on. And it was, I mean, I was so in shock. I could not do anything. I was just frozen. Hmm. And that's why I believe that woman, why she didn't scream. It's a possibility she didn't, she would, would have been embarrassed or she wanted to keep it to herself. So that's what I wanted to do. Just keep it to myself. Okay, but I didn't want nobody to know about that. 
But, but Doris, help me with this. Cause this is the part that I'm trying to understand, and then I got to move on. Okay. And, and Barrett, you're the victim. What are you embarrassed at? I don't know. I, I, I just was young and stupid. And how old were you when this happened? About 16. Wow. And and if you don't, how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? 71. And you still remember this vividly? Vividly. Every detail. Doris, I'm, I'm so sorry that 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 happened to you. And, um, and I, I, I had to live with that all my life, practically. The only thing I'm going to say, and, and, and we, and we're not, we're not in church, but, but it's the only thing that's coming to my mind. It's the only thing that I can say that's clean right now, because I'm angry listening to your story. The only thing I can say is that God doesn't like ugly. And I'll, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. And, um, God thank bless you. you. God bless you for sharing your story you. with, with us. And thank you, Anna, for chiming in as well. We see all the calls, folks. I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And when we return, calls from New Jersey, the Bronx, Ohio, Brooklyn, California, and Long Island. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Yesterday, during my evening updates, which air in uh, Rita's program and Bill O'Reilly's program, I told you about a car accident between a small school bus and a vehicle. And now we have some uh, additional details, which are very unfortunate. The Honda Accord, driven by an unlicensed 16-year-old that smashed into the school bus in Westchester County, is has left uh, three teenagers fighting for their lives. The driver suffered a broken neck, a broken neck, a fractured spine, and broken leg, according to a GoFundMe account set up by his older sister. The uh, teen also had part of his skull removed. Another one of the passengers, 17 years old, died at the scene but was brought back by paramedics. Now he's hooked up to a ventilator. And the third of the critically injured, a 16-year-old, was in surgery for more than five hours. Serious situation. We've got to keep better control of what our children are doing. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning. How how are you again? I'm doing well. Go Um, right ahead, Linda. I have a lot of calls. Right. Okay, quickly. I just want to say, I just heard what the lady said, and I felt sorry for her. I felt bad about it. But um, this is completely different than this trial for Trump. The, the, this woman, um, there were two guys. This was just this one woman. Uh, I'm sorry, one man. And these were two guys. I would be very scared if there were two guys in a room, you know, a locked bathroom with me. They could do anything. More, right? They could have killed her, right? It's yes. completely different. I mean, just seeing two guys, you know, attacking me is, is different than one. I mean, one, you could kick them, you could do something, but you can't with two guys. Right. Well, let, let's right? keep in mind, Linda, let, let's keep in mind yeah. that Mr. Trump has vehemently denied these uh, these allegations. Exactly. Thank, thank exactly. you for the call, Linda. Let's go from Long Island to California. Let's say good morning to Keith. Keith, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Keith, going once. Are you there, Keith? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, please. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Sorry to delay the show. Go ahead, please. Can you hear me okay? Okay. This is the next call. We're going to go to Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. First of all, no offense to the attorney, but that question shouldn't have been asked because some people do not scream when they're in shock. They should have had a female lawyer approach her. Uh, second of all, the wait, 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 Pamela, wait, 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 why do you say that question shouldn't have been asked? 
because in legal matters and rape cases, a man asking that question, uh, it appears like you're browbeating the witness. Okay, okay, and- but wait, 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 wait. Mr. Trump has the right to hire whoever he wants to hire to defend him. The well, I'm ho- talking about the- style and technique. No, no, but, 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 but wait, 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 Pamela, the whole point is to get under her skin. That's exactly the point. Under cross-examination. You want her know, as an... Pamela, you're talking about what's right. That's not what happens in a court of law. In a court of law, for Mr. Takapina to earn his salt, he's got to go at her with anything and everything that he's got. That's the way it works. Yeah, but it's how it looks to the jury. It's how it looks to the okay, jury. Okay, now, but, now, um, now, and- now, that, now, that's a good point. That That's a very good point because it's a fine line. That part, you are correct. It's a fine line in how it looks to the jury, a very fine right. line. But, okay, go and ahead. They're the, and they're the deciding factor. Correct. So, uh, and, and then also, uh, the, this case, the statute of limitations is ridiculous because it's he said, she said. And and then even if there were uh, DNA evidence, it would have to be, did they have a relationship, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's why they have statute of limitations, because uh, it gets to be ridiculous because, you you know, like, you know, it's just too long. <laughs> right, so, right. So you... then it turns into a he said, she said. So in, in those cases, you don't have to really be too forceful because then it looks bad in the jury. If you look online, if you look underneath her name, uh, they're, they're like feeling thrilled over this because it makes it look like the client has been browbeated by a man. And if, if this particular individual happens to be a big man, and it, it, it's it's performance art, a, a courtroom is performance art, and how it looks, yes. not the truth, but how it looks. Th- this is true. This is true. We will see how this all plays out. You made some very interesting points there, Pamela. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Babylon and let's say good morning to Eddie. Eddie, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, so when you're being assaulted, assaulted, what do you need? I, I think the scream would be, it wouldn't be just a scream, like a radio scream. Ah, it would be, help. You would say, help. Right, but help. Eddie, but Eddie, but Eddie, wait, 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 Eddie, isn't that rather convenient for you and I as two men to stand here and say when we don't know a damn thing about being raped? Oh, no. Yes, Dominic. I, I, I don't. It's what it's just what I feel. But, you know, in Bergdorf Goodman and, you know, we don't know the variables about it, Dominic. We really don't. And that's uh, benevolently where you stand and look at both sides and you stand in the middle. And I respect that. I really do. It's what what we're doing to a degree is and I, I appreciate uh, your perspective, Eddie. Thank you for the call. What we're doing to a degree uh, is, is okay. Aaron Rodgers is the new uh, quarterback for the New York Jets. It's the equivalent of saying, "Okay, Mr. Rodgers, how come the Jets didn't go sixteen and zero under your first year and go directly to the Super Bowl?" Or, Mr. Rodgers, how come you didn't throw that? Um, how come you didn't throw that eighty-yard bomb on the first play from the line of scrimmage? Well, because the coach called a running play. In other words, it's it's always easy to Monday morning quarterback. And in something as traumatic as some, we don't know what happened, folks. Let's go to Anastasia in Astoria. I mean, I, I've been clear though, on record. I don't believe her account. I'm sorry. Let's go to Anastasia in Astoria. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I believe that this woman really... Uh, is making this thing up. Uh, no, a man like a Trump being in the position he was at that time, uh, I think he, he, as much as woman other that he sounds, he, he would have never taken a chance to go to and do something like this. I'm sorry. I, I really... I sympathize with the woman, but she's, for me, it sounds like she's making it up. And why all these years that she, when they had uh, a, a certain date, they said up to now you can go and report anybody who raped you or whatever. 
for years now, the last 10 years you've been hearing this, and she never came forward to to say something like this. And I believe that um, she's making this story up. Well, thank you. Sorry to say. Thank, other thank women, you. I... Go, uh, other women, go ahead. Too long. Right. Too long. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Uh, good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm not going to dispute what this woman says, but I am going to tell you what happened to me when I was 20 years old. I was working in a factory uh, to help pay for the expenses in my parents' house for my education. And the owner of these factories were two brothers. So that day, uh, I was getting ready to leave. I was getting in the bathroom, and the younger one went after me, and he tried to shock me. But guess what? Automatically, I screamed. That's the first reaction of women. Now, I not only screamed, but I fought him up. I kicked him, you know, where that really hurt, (laughs) and he let it go. I ran to his brother's office, and I told him what happened. And you know what he said? Well, I can't do nothing because he's my brother, and he's part owner of the place, so what can I do? You know what? I just left. But I, got, the guy was really in pain. I don't think that a woman should stay just waiting for whatever happened to her. And I don't believe what this woman says. She was very calm. What I believe is that maybe that she had a date with Trump, if it's true that oh, he Okay, but wait, 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 Marianne. Some some women that undergo situations like this, they're in trauma and and they don't respond. They they don't they don't verbalize anything, they just stand there or lay there. Well, whatever the case well, may I be. Don't know, uh, I am not that kind. I fight. <laughs> I am right. not. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, well, well, thank you. I, I've got to move on. Thank you. Let's go to Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Hi, uh, Dominic. Um, this is a serious subject, and something happened to me at work. I was 22, 23, maybe 24 at the most, so it was still the 60s. A man I knew at work offered me a lift home. It was nice weather. I lived three blocks from the store I was working in. He opened the door for me from the driver's seat. I got in. We were stopped for a light, and um, I didn't know what was going on, but he did something. I won't say what. I reacted in shock. I couldn't believe. I I know this guy. Okay, Loretta, I'm short on time, so how did you react? Um... Uh, he he was going to go down my block. Uh, I I got out of the car. I didn't slam the door shut. I ran down the block, up the steps. I started to cook dinner. Uh, I didn't walk the dog. I just put it out of my head. Uh, I did what was normal for me to do. I never even told my dog, and I told her everything. And uh, I've never told anyone this, and I had to face the guy at work the next day. And so, maybe... so you're so you're telling me I only have ten more seconds for your call, Loretta. You're telling me you went on with your behavior as normal. Yes, uh, uh, um, that's how I reacted. Uh, uh, I wasn't raped, but uh, it's still uh, forcible, whatever it was. And, and let let me be clear. I, I have to step in, Loretta. I, I maybe on Monday I'll continue. I don't mean to cut off your stories. But I literally have 25 seconds left to the show, and Frank Morano's been patiently uh, standing here waiting. No, what do you, I, I, what, what I do you have coming terrible, up, Frank? Loretta went through that. All right, ask Frank anything next hour. Uh, which, uh, any question is fair game, whatever people have questions about. Debbie Schlossel with movies, and then we're going to go live to Russia to get a Russian perspective on this uh, Russia-Ukraine war. A lot of other fun stuff as well. Well, Frank Morano's coming up right now. Have a great weekend, folks. I'll see you in Staten Island in a few hours. Alex Barnard, News Headlines.